This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Hey, it's me, Lawrence Gunther, host of Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther, heard on AMI-audio. I love exploring the great outdoors with my guide dog, and I want you to be just as comfortable exploring your community and beyond. Check out my show for the latest outdoor accessibility tips, tech, and insights. Listen to Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther wherever you listen to great podcasts. Welcome to Double Tap Canada, the show where blind people talk tech. Have your say. Call us, text us to 844-971-1999. That's 844-971-1999. Tweet us at Double Tap Canada and find us on Facebook. Just search for Double Tap Canada. Now here's your favorite double tappers. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Double Tap Canada. It's my weekly therapy session, <laughs> as it's become. Uh, I've got Sean Priest with me again. Hello to you, Sean. Hello, Stephen. I am just so excited. I can't wait. I have so much to get through. This is going to be such a busy episode because we've got lots to talk about. It's like Product Launch City. My credit card is quaking in its wallet <laughs> right now. Uh, Marco Flalo's here as well. Hi, Mark. Ooh, hello. Oh, what are we going to be buying this week? Honestly, I am so excited. Uh, we've got Amazon to talk about. We've got Samsung to talk about. Yeah. Uh, and we've got uh, <laughs> lots more. Besides, including uh, Ask Double Tap, your chance to ask your question, no matter how silly you think it might be, no matter how irrelevant you think it might be. Uh, you know, get in touch with it because, uh, you know, you asking the question to us means we can put it to someone who knows what he's talking about. That's not any of us, okay? Uh, just putting that out there, letting you know that's not us. Uh, but yes, you can get in touch and uh, you'll be hearing later from uh, assistive technology expert extraordinaire. I'm really building him up here. Uh, John. George Quarku is joining us uh, on Zoom a bit later. 844-971-1999 is our number. Uh, you can get in touch and ask your question at now. Uh, we have got some questions in already, which we're going to get to. But if you would like your question, then do get in touch with us. 844-971-1999 is our number. And a bit later, we'll go through more of your emails. And also, uh, the continuing discussion, which seems to be happening on this program now, which is that um, we're discussing either things falling in water, uh, and that seems to be a, a highlight that seems to come up every week now. Uh, someone's telling us about what tech they had that fell in water. Um, or in my case this week, guys, what nearly went on fire. Oh, wow, you're going through all the elements. Well done, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, don't ask about the wind. Um, but yes... Um, uh, yeah, this week I nearly set my entire house on fire because okay. I left my uh, laptop. I moved some things around in my office. I mentioned this last Ooh. week. I'd moved things around, and my uh, MacBook Pro, <clears throat> nice one, although not the 16-inch one. Well, you can't have it all. Uh, but uh, you're the one, uh, three weeks. It was three weeks to go. Uh, Mark knows this because I was on the, 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 the phone with him a lot uh, in my time in Canada. Even when he wasn't beside me, I was calling him, annoying him, because he was oh, in my time zone. That's lovely. Isn't it lovely? I don't think he yeah. felt that way. Did you feel that way, Mark? I absolutely did. Okay. Um, so I got in touch and I said, Shocker. you know what? I, I, need a, I need a MacBook Pro, so I went and bought this one. Anyway, that, that aside, um, it's sitting over there in one of these bridge docks. So I don't know if you know these, but basically you kind of drop the laptop in. When I say drop, I mean lower the laptop into. Let's not make any more mess. Um, and when you put it in, it kind of stands vertically. So... I'm sitting there, and I'm on the, the a call with someone, and the next minute the, the window's open, it's a lovely day, and the wind's blowing, and I guess wind was involved. And the curtain 
drapes over the MacBook, unbeknownst to me, and as a result, uh, nearly sets the entire house on, on fire, uh, which I've been told is a no-no. My wife told me that, and she's right about everything. Well, look, we all know, as a blind person, you never move anything. Everything stays where it is, so you've only got yourself to blame for that one, Stephen. <laughs> how, how long are your curtains? <laughs> they're or not drapes, that long. I believe they're called. It's oh, drapes, is it? Yeah, no, 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 no. No, it's fine. I mean, it's it's perfectly adequate length curtains. Uh, I mean, if they'd gone to the floor, they wouldn't have you know, swept up. It's, it's not like some Disney movie we're in here. Um, anyway... Shall we talk about Amazon? Because I think that's far more important oh, than my curtains uh, going on fire. Um, <laughs> or not. Uh, Amazon uh, announcing some uh, new products uh, today, in fact, as uh, we go live here on AMI-audio. And uh, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm, I am very excited because, frankly, uh, you know, what they've done is they've just um, they've turned all of the Echo devices from uh, Pringles cans into balls. <laughs> That's, that's, pretty, it. that's pretty uh, much well, it. That's all you need to know. Yeah, that's pretty much the summary, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. The Amazon event has now become my absolute favourite event over the Apple event. It, this, yes. you just don't know what you're going to get. It's, it's, it's futuristic. It's amazing. Amazon do the best events now ever. That's it. Yeah. I agree. Mark, did you, you. did you yeah. catch any of it? Well, the, here's the funny part is that, you know, I couldn't find anywhere to actually watch the event. So it's all about, you know, <laughs> oh, finding no. out afterwards when you go to the website, like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, this is interesting. Oh, this is interesting. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I, I caught it, of course, obviously, in, in the aftermath and some of the hands-on stuff. But, yeah, everything went from Pringles cans. To, uh, to balls, basically. Spheres. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sphere, spheres or spears? Spears? Spheres? Spheres. Spheres. Definitely spheres. I'm from Scotland. We don't do English over here. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about what they brought out. Of course, the uh, Echo Dot and the Echo Medium, as I like to call it, uh, was brought Wrongly. out again. Yeah. Well, no, I, I like the name Echo Medium, actually. I think it applies here. Oh, no Echo Big anymore. No Echo Studio. They didn't update that, but then I think that's probably a device that might be rolled out again next year. Uh, what they were doing this time around was bringing out the fourth gen of the Echo Dot and the, the new Echo uh, speaker, um, which I really like the, the the style of this, you know, the kind of ball style. Um, I like the cloth fabric idea. I think it's going to be quite nice. Uh, you, yeah, nice. You can touch it. Ooh, lovely, lovely balls. Um, so you can do that. Um, you can... <laughs> If you want, you could listen to it as well, uh, if you're really that way inclined. Uh, apparently, the speakers will be better. Nobody knows what that means, because I don't think they demoed it. Uh, but they did say that they, the speakers would be better than the previous generation. You'd kind of hope. And I think the design is going to be partly uh, to help there. Yeah, there's more really? space for, you know, woofers and tweeters and stuff to get better sound. How dare you? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so there's that. Um, also, that you can get a clock version as well. Oh. Yeah, great. Nobody cares. I, no, I know. That's a bit of a strange one. But I can see people buying that for the bedroom. I mean, uh, the one I've got in the bedroom at the moment, and I don't talk about my bedroom often in this program, for good Not reason. Too much. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, in, in the bedroom at the moment, it's a little bit out of date, in more ways than one. And, uh, yeah, the Echo could do with a bit of a refresh. <clears throat> so, for that reason, I think this might be the one for me. But I'm not going to buy the clock edition. That's just ridiculous. No, no one wants that. But So, this new spherical design... Balls. Um, that Yes. The spherical design goes through to the dot and the echo. That, that's as far as it goes so far. And that's far. it. That was it yeah. in terms of the echo. I, I honestly thought there'd be more than that. But 
because normally when Amazon do this, they, they issue tons of products and some ridiculous stuff. And we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, this one, this is quite interesting. So yeah, they've got the new ones out. The well, question is, I mean, we all probably have between us about 5,000 Echoes in our <laughs> yes. homes. Yep. Are we going to buy any of these? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. So I've, already, I've already been told you're not buying anything from yeah, that event. It's actually unfortunate that it's not available immediately because I was hoping to to immediately Amazon Prime it so I'd have it by Monday. Yes. Yeah, so I, I would as well. What's Absolutely. The, what's the date? October for you, Mark? Uh, 22. I oh, believe is the date when you go to same yeah, October. Same in the UK. Yeah. 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 Uh, actually, for some of them here, the Echo Dot with the clock it says uh, November five. Um, seventy nine ninety nine. The premium, just the one without the clock. It says October twenty two. Right. Okay. And of course, that's going to. If you don't pre order quickly, that'll start to push as well. Uh, so yeah, that's that's quite good. Well, I mean, that, I, there is there is another point to the the new Echo, which is it's got a new neuro engine, neural engine in it to help uh, process more of the whatever commands. that is. Well, I, if you'd wait a second, I'm going to explain. It helps uh, process <laughs> more of the voice commands on device. Which is uh, which is a good thing, you know. It's, so it's not just yeah. a case of uh, increased uh, tweeter size or subwoofer size, or a new funky spherical design. Um, there is new hardware oh. in here as well, so <laughs> enhanced machine learning. That should be good. No, I, just, you know, it means I love the response every... time is going to be a lot quicker because it's going to be on the device versus yes, exactly. in the cloud. I just love that we can see balls all the time and not no, get in trouble can. for it. No, I no don't... we can. We can because no, that's what like they are. It. They are balls. I mean, Stop look at the it. shape. It's right here. It's just they're, they're spherical. Balls. I mean, even a blind person can tell you it's balls, because when they feel it, they'll say, oh, that's a ball shape. I really don't like so let, this. So let, what we talk about the streaming stick? Please do. You want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, okay. So, but yeah, well, only, a, only because I don't understand what's really different about well, it. Well, this is my take on it, right? So they brought out a new Fire TV stick and a Fire TV stick light, and I don't get it. That's the bottom line. I don't. That's I don't. It. Thanks I don't, for listening. Like, yeah, I, I don't get it. I mean, so they brought out the new Fire TV stick. Apparently, it's 50% faster. And it's uh, 50% the uh, power usage as well. And this is actually another thing. The, all the new devices are going to be working on this low power mode. Uh, and this is an update that will roll out to all devices that will mean that they will conserve less energy. So that's a good thing. There's a lot of talk about uh, the environment and, and looking after all that lovely stuff. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's all good. I wasn't uh, all that concerned about the power consumption of my Echoes, were you? Not really, no. I, I just pay oh, the bills. So right? selfish. So, so selfish. Of course, not for our own electricity bills. But think of the planet, Mark, will you? Please, come on. That's a very good point. I wish I had the violin music handy. <laughs> well, you can now think of the planet when you buy your Echo Dot ball-shaped planet. Oh, that's a very... Oh, that's good. Oh, someone well, should do... I mean, that is, well I did done. see a tweet the, uh, today saying that exactly that. They said, why hasn't someone... Someone should create this in a globe style. It would look great as a globe. Uh, because they have brought out the kids' editions versions as well. Oh? That's supposed to be violin. It just doesn't work. The song is called Violin. This is this is what happens when you have a that needs show. work, Mark. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I'm no musical expert. Clearly not what I was going for here. <laughs> so, yeah, Fire TV Stick uh, is, as I say, 50% faster. A new streamlined design, apparently. Uh, more focus on the voice, uh, which I think is good. A lot of people, I'm seeing so many tweets from blind people are saying, do you know what, I bought myself one of these Fire TV Sticks and it's mm. just changed my life. I mean, not just the really? ability. Yeah, not just the ability to talk to Lady A, but also the ability to get access to content. You know, to just say, look, look watch this program on Prime or whatever, and it just starts it just happens oh, come on and That's you've got all the accessibility built no come on i mean look no, very very low bar in terms of price 
Uh, what are we yes. talking? Thirty-nine dollars. The, the stick light is twenty-nine dollars. Twenty-nine ninety-nine, probably. Uh, you know, so it's a very low entry. You think about the Apple TV. That's in my mind the most accessible uh, smart TV box there is. Yeah. At least in my experience, I know in different parts of the world they have different you know cable boxes and stuff that have got a bit more in it. But I'd still argue that the Apple TV is top when it comes to accessibility. Fire TV stick is not far behind. Oh, no, sir. No, come on. I mean, the the amount of audio-described uh, content available on Prime Video, it, it's just not handled well at all. It's really difficult to find. You're never, you're never quite sure if it's got it or not. Um, I find the interface on the Fire TV an absolute nightmare. The performance isn't there. It's really clunky. Now, if this new one is twice the performance, then maybe it will be okay. But no, you can't compare it to an Apple TV. I'm sorry, you're just I, wrong. I, I don't disagree with you about the performance of it. I think the, the newer ones have been better. This I am intrigued by because of the speed difference. You know, again, when you add uh, the voice, when you add, what's a voice view, they call it, yeah. uh, which is their screen reader, you know, it does slow it down a bit. I think if you don't use voice view, it's a, it's a really nice streamlined experience. Uh, but, of course, you can't see it, so it makes no odds. Yes, <laughs> that doesn't help. But, as, like you say, aside from the um, the, the, the power-saving features i'm not entirely sure because didn't we have with the fire tv stick 4k i mean we had the hdr and dolby atmos yep enabled anyway didn't we so there's nothing new from that point of view. oh really is that in the existing one yes i'm pretty sure it was i mean i, I don't know I, I didn't state that as a new feature i did say it would be in there uh, hdr yeah. and, I, and i think the new uh, fire tv stick light will not have hdr it will not have 4k it will not have dolby atmos which makes sense but the thing is, Mark, I don't understand what the difference is here. And, and does ten daughter, ten dollars, ten daughters? <laughs> I don't think they cost that. Uh, ten dollars matter in this. Uh, I, mean, I mean, listen, depends on what TV you're going to be putting it into as well. Typically, these devices are put into older televisions that aren't smart, which mm. means they also wouldn't necessarily even support Dolby Atmos or HDR in the first place. So, whether you have that on your streaming stick or not, I think it's kind of like, hmm, do you need it? Um, when I'm looking here, though, when it comes to picture quality on the stick light, um, it actually will support up to 1080p in HDR, HDR10, HDR10+. So that's mm -hmm. across the board on all of them, um, which is interesting. And um, Dolby Atmos is only on the main one. It's only So that, that's the difference with the light. $10 gives you Dolby Atmos. Meh. Uh, yeah, well, we'll yeah. see. I am intrigued to see the power difference. That that would make a difference, I think, for us uh, voice view users. So that could be good. And at forty dollars, I think it's a, I think it's a, a no-brainer, really. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the Echo Show Ten. Yeah. Um, this is, I think, this is cool because my impression of this, looking at it, is uh, it's like a HomePod. They've stuck a screen on the front of. Um, or, uh, if, if you remember far back enough to remember the original IMAX, or not, what was it, the original yeah, IMAX, the, the IMAX, ones, yeah. you know the yeah. one I mean? The one with the flat screen and then it kind of tilted forward yeah. and had I think even arm, in the ads. articulating arm on it. Yeah. That's right, and in, in the ads it would kind of move left and right and follow you around the room. Well, this one actually does. <laughs> it does, there's a motor in it, I know. <laughs> I don't know what I think of this. This is very reminiscent of the Facebook portal that does the same thing. Uh, it follows you around the room as well if you want it to. Uh, you can turn this feature off on the new Echo Show 10, but... Uh, I think we're looking at something just just from the limited images we have online. It does look more like it's got a decent speaker in it as well, a good screen, uh, and the ability to support other services, not just the Amazon calling, but also Zoom and Skype. 
Yeah, That's I mean, the, thing. the motorization is interesting because if you're in a kitchen, if you're using it to cook, uh, you know, and you, you're across the room because your hands are dirty or something's there and you need to look back, because it turns, it actually makes it easier for you to see, which is which is kind of interesting. Also, if you're communicating with somebody and you're moving around a kitchen or moving around a space, it's good. And the design, I get it because you've got this great speaker uh, design in the base and they've separated the screen from it, so you're not really using each other's real estate for the quality that you want to necessarily have. I like this. I think this is going to be a, a great oh, device. This is a direct shot at Facebook, though, isn't it? The Facebook portal oh, yeah. does seem like an interesting device, and it is accessible, by the way. It's, uh, I haven't tried it yet, but I've heard great feedback about the accessibility of the feed, uh, Facebook portal. So this is a direct shot at this, and um, yeah, it's, it's running Android. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yes, it is. And yeah, top mic works well. And again, with this, you get voice view on the screen, so you have an accessible screen. I, I've I've had the Echo Show 8 for a while, and the one thing that annoys me about it a little bit is that it gives a lot of information on the screen, so it doesn't read as much back. It assumes you're going to look at the screen for the info. And for that reason, I've actually taken it out of my equation, because when you ask it for the weather, it doesn't read everything. It'll just sort of say, here's your weather, Ooh, and it gives you lots of pictures. And you've got to kind of tap around the screen, whereas I'd rather have just read it out. So I'm needy. Uh, so, yeah, I want it to. I want everything read to me. I want it delivered to me. Uh, but this I do like. I think for Zoom calls... Uh, I mean, there's lots of jokes going around the internet about um, what this is going to mean for Zoom meetings. You know, people not realising that there are, you know, sort of, I'll just dive out a shot and have a quick chocolate bar. Nom, 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 nom. Oh, the camera's falling. Then. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think can, this is going to be your choice, uh, isn't that one? What, what's the price on this, though? 249 US, so it's going to yeah. be about, uh, probably about 300 Canadian. Uh, listen, a couple is- of... Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm just going to... Do you think this is uh, because of the working-from-home thing? Do you think they've pushed this forward because of that? I'm not sure about the market for these yet. I'm not sure if everyone's into video calling that much, but things have changed recently. Well, I I think that there's a great market out there for it, uh, for sure, because, I mean, more people are doing it. I don't know about business people doing it. They're using their laptops anyway, right? But, you know, for the kids, for the family, that's what this is aimed at. Uh, and there are lots of new Echo features, as in Lady A features, that we could talk about as well. We, we maybe not get to them all today, but there are lots of new features in there. One, uh, such as Join the Conversation. Did you hear about this one? No. This is uh, unbelievable. So you can have a conversation between two people. So your wife and yourself may be having a conversation about something, and maybe you're having an argument over you know, the price of something, or perhaps it's the age of someone's a celebrity. Uh, you can actually ask Lady A to join the conversation continue your conversation and she will join in she will react to that Uh, they're trying to move away tell her she's wrong (laughs) (laughs) well she's always going to stand up you know for the sisters Uh, Um, that's right yeah calm down it's not worth it leave it no yeah but no i i think this is quite interesting they're moving away from they want to get away from using the a word and start to have more natural conversations with the device so i think we're going to see yeah, and, and the demos the demos suggest this is going to be good. Uh, they always will. We'll see what it's like in real life. But I will say that the, the new sounding voice, and I, we had a little bit of this last year, where you know a, a much more natural response voice, even tone. Tone is a big thing now with uh, Lady A. 
detecting your tone. We saw this with the Amazon Halo launch, how it can detect your tone, your your mood from the device. Uh, that seems to be I getting agree. built into these products. Yeah, exactly. And if you're not if you're not happy I'll, and you get you give a response to the device saying, "Oh, you got that wrong," she can sort of take that on board and cower in the corner. I'll tell you to calm down. <laughs> I love whisper mode. I think whisper mode is great. That interaction yeah. really does make it feel more natural and scary. Yeah. Look, we can yes. talk about the Poor Eero um, mesh routers as well. I think we'll get to them no. in another program, though, because, frankly, it's it's great, and there are some really nice things in there, like Wi-Fi 6. Uh, some people <laughs> not happy because the, um, the the extenders, as they are, don't have Ethernet ports in them, the new ones. So that's a <gasps> bit of a shame, which uh, I don't understand. But we'll maybe get to that in another episode, because that's a, quite a big area to get into. I think the, the one that I know Mark is most excited about, <laughs> I am, to an extent is the always-at-home drone from Ring. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Ring always home cam. So, so, guys, this is a pretty simple concept. It sits there and waits, and when you're not home and you're checking in, it can fly around your house for you and make sure that everything is okay. Um, love it because it's a drone and it flies. <laughs> and in, it's in your in, house. In, in concept, I, I don't know how my dog is going to react to this when I'm not home. <laughs> Jeez. I have a bad, hard enough problem making sure my alarm system doesn't go off because the dog runs around the house. So can you imagine a drone flying around, flying around the house? Is, oh, I'm probably going to cause more trouble than it's going to save me from. But tormenting um, the dog, and then you got, of course, your smart vacuum following it around. I mean, it's going to be yeah, a swarm of tech. This is fantastic. <laughs> this is the star of the show. I've already seen, um, you know, those organizations come out there like Big Brother Watch saying, "I can't imagine why Amazon think that anybody wants this," and I'm thinking. I want this. I want, I want this, this I want now. It, now. <laughs> it sounds amazing. I want one inside. I want one outside. I want one in every room. I want it on every floor. It's it's great. I love it. it I mean, you know the idea that you're, uh, you know, sitting in a restaurant. I remember those days. Uh, but, you know, you might be sitting in a restaurant in the future, and you say to yourself, did I, did I close that upstairs window? And you could just get the ring to, you know, go off and check for you. I love that. I think this is going to be an amazing well, thing. There is a, a limitation there that it will only do one floor. So it won't oh, really? go off up the stairs. Yeah, so you're what? going to need to buy two for each floor of your that's property. Oh, that's every, fine. every room, every floor. I'm okay <laughs> with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll just have them everywhere. My wife, on the other hand, not so keen. Um, <laughs> I have a feeling that's going to be a, a common theme with a lot of it. Uh, look, we've got lots more to talk about. Uh, we're going to be uh, getting George Quarku on soon. Uh, he's joining us on Zoom. Uh, not via uh, an Echo Show 10 that's moving around his room, I don't yeah, think. Never yeah, sure you never know. That? Uh, we'll find out. But, uh, yeah, George is coming up uh, with Ask Double Tap. If you have a question around technology, it doesn't have to be around Amazon, but it could be around your smartphone, you could have an issue with your assistive tech in some way, then uh, this is the chance for you to get your questions answered. The number is 844-971-1999. You can text that number as well, or you can email us, feedback at doubletap.online. We'll be right back. Miss something on today's show? Listen anytime with the AMI app or ask your smart speaker to play Double Tap Canada. Double Tap Canada will be right back. Follow Double Tap online at Double Tap Canada. Call Double Tap Canada now at 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at doubletap.online. Let's get back to the show. Uh, coming up, we'll talk about Samsung. Uh, they've brought out a new S20 FE. 
<laughs> oh, Sean, what have they done? Uh, that sounds very familiar, doesn't it? That's uh, just strangely familiar. What does it sound? What is it about that that makes me think of? Uh, oh yeah, the iPhone SE. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Samsung no, this is the fan F-E. edition. Fan edition. What does SE stand for? A special edition. Yeah. Although, yeah. as I've said often enough, it should be renamed the BE. The blind edition, the blind because edition. it's okay. the blind phone. We love uh, but could this be the same? Right, we'll get to that a bit later. Let's get George on. Uh, George Quarku is joining us. Uh, George, where are you? Hey, I'm here. How are you doing, Stephen? <laughs> oh, that's that's very uh, very suspicious of you. Are you avoiding tax, man, are you? Um, <laughs> George, whereabouts are yeah. you in Canada? I am in uh, Toronto, Toronto, Canada. Oh, I, I know that bit because I've been there. Oh, here we go. Oh, I've you? been to Canada. Here's his <laughs> I've been down Yonge Street. Um, I've been up Yonge Street. Yeah, it was great. Uh, um, well done. <laughs> <laughs> Yonge is a very long street, so... I noticed. It's, yeah, it's yeah. one of the longest in Canada, Stephen. Let me be clear, I didn't walk it. Uh, there was a bus involved. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we got you on because uh, we thought we'd start a new segment on the show. Since we're live every week, we thought, you know, we'd better come up with a reason for it or they'll take us off. So, uh, we yeah. thought we'd do Ask Double Tap. And this is a great opportunity for people to ask questions. That's what it's all about. Uh, so, George, tell us all about you. What are your credentials? Who are you, George? Yeah. <laughs> Well, as uh, as you know, my name is George Kwaku. I'm a blind low vision uh, individual who resides in Toronto. I currently work at, a, at an organization called Balance for Blind Adults, and my uh, title there is uh, I'm an assistive technology instructor. Um, what this means is that I teach our um, the community in Toronto uh, how to use the assistive devices, whether if it's uh, you know mainstream devices like the iPhone with uh, the built-in accessibility or the Samsung or the Google Pixel um, to, you know, uh, more uh, accessibility-based software slash hardware, such as, you know, JAWS, uh, ZoomText, uh, Fusion. Um, and, yeah, that's, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> and that sounds great. I mean, you're covering a lot of areas there, which is brilliant, and I think that's going to help our audience a lot. Um, especially when people get in touch with us and ask about Android questions, and we just laugh out loud. <laughs> you hey, bought wow. one of those? <laughs> Don't listen to him, George. <laughs> I uh, have to but, say, you know, well, having used, you know, both platforms, I definitely like the, uh, you know, the iPhone better. Oh, <laughs> he said it. He said it. Oh, I can't believe All emails it. to George. <laughs> What? I knew we picked wrong, a good guy here. Well, if you've got a question for George, uh, the number is eight four four nine seven one nineteen ninety nine. Yes, Android questions are welcome. Ask him uh, why what... he hates Android. Eight four four nine seven one nineteen ninety nine. A tech question that you have, it can be around assist, uh, assistive tech or. You know, just a general issue you're having with your tech, do get in touch with us. That's what uh, George is here for over this hour. Uh, we're going to get into some of the questions that you've sent in already, dear listener. And uh, Mark is very kindly, as I'm now going to rename you Eyes Mark, although I think we'll work on that one. Uh, Mark, you're going to uh, read in some of these emails yes, for us. Let's, let's get one from Liam. Okay. Uh, Liam writes, I'm a person who has a visual impairment. I use voiceover on the iPhone as well as JAWS on my PC. I use Facebook and Twitter. I find these social media apps quite accessible. I'm wondering if Instagram is accessible. I'm thinking about getting it. Thank you. Liam. Yeah, so this I get a lot of this question uh, from, from all the clients and people who I work with, even amongst friends. 
The Instagram platform is made to be accessible um, to a certain degree, but it's, it depends on the user. So, for example, let's say we wanted to, uh, I wanted to post uh, 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 you know, uh, a picture of me on, uh, on Instagram. That's all good. I can post it on Instagram. But what Instagram has is something called alt text, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people are probably familiar with it now because Facebook has it, um, Twitter has it. So you can write an alt text so that screen readers are able to read and, you know, describe what's in the photo to people who may have visual impairments or have trouble seeing that picture. It'll describe it to them. Um, but like, like I said, it's, it all depends on who you're, who you're following um, and how accessible they're making their posts to their viewers. However, our uh, Instagram's algorithms has, um, the, the, the Instagram software has, sort of like a picture recognition uh, component built into it. So certain pictures, it's able to tell you that, you know, this is, uh, you know, this is Steven standing on the sidewalk or, you know, outside, something like that, right? But not all the time is it right. So I wouldn't rely on it. But like I said, um, if the user who is posting, make, make, creating that post, write an alt text to, um, to their post, then yes, it, 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 you're definitely, you'll be able to engage with those, uh, with those posts on Instagram. That is, that's amazing. I didn't know that Instagram had any of those functions. That is brilliant. Yeah. I've avoided it because it's a photo and video site. I get the video side, obviously that's fair enough. And I know a lot of blind people are starting to use Instagram more for videos. Uh, I didn't think about pictures. And you're right, it depends on the, you know, if someone puts description on their images, yes. that's the issue, isn't it? And if more people did that, then fine. But you're right, exactly. because Facebook have the uh, algorithm built in. Sean, we know about yeah. this because we've talked about this umpteen times, uh, where, yeah. you know, Facebook have got that picture recognition built in. Voiceover recognition now on iOS 14. Uh, again, maybe yeah, that could help exactly. out with image recognition. And image I've recognition been actually is good. playing around with it. So, and I've noticed that it's, it's, it's trying, um, you know, certain things it'll tell you that it's just an, like, maybe like a screenshot taken from the web and posted in, uh, uh, you know, posted there. But, um, you know, the, the, the new, you know, recognition built component built into voiceover has made it very quite easier to navigate the web where, where, you know, you may encounter pictures and images and stuff like that. So is Instagram actually, you know, navigating around the app itself, aside from the visual aspect of it, just navigating around with a screen reader, that is accessible? Yeah, to, uh, to a certain degree, it is uh, oh. quite accessible. I use VoiceOver uh, to give you a little bit of background. Um, I'm low vision. I uh, have maybe about 30% of my vision. Um, I'm able to see colors, um, you know, light, dark shadows. Um, but on my phone, I use my screen reader. I use VoiceOver. I'm a total VoiceOver user. Um, what I noticed, though, is that, you know, certain things, um, it'll read them as buttons because Instagram did not actually label this, those oh, things properly, oh. right? But to the, for the most part, the actual platform is accessible. You're able to, to pick, you know, post pictures, videos, engage in other posts, other people's posts like it, comment on it, and all of those parts are all accessible. I'm on it. Well, Liam's, Liam's, Liam's talking about using Facebook and Twitter on his PC. 
with Jaws. I mean, he, he uses voiceover on the iPhone as well. So on the iPhone okay. accessible, uh, I mean, would you use it on the PC? Is that advisable? Um, the Instagram on the PC? Hmm. Is that possible? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel so old. <laughs> Is that a yes, thing? You can use it. You can actually use uh, Instagram on the PC, but um, I haven't played around with it as No much, one does it, so, right. um, you know, <laughs> That's pointless. You know, everyone really uses it on their smartphone device, right? So nobody yeah. really logs on to you know, Instagram.com and, you know, mm. um, browse yourself. Yes, oh, oh, all right, George, all right. Yeah, uh, I get the point. I'm old. Grand okay, dad. fine. Uh, well, look, Liam, I think that sounds like it's answered your question, and it sounds like uh, that, that's a great opportunity for you to try. I think I might even have a go at Instagram now yeah, as a result of that, terrible. because, yeah, I'm going to be all over it, guys. I'm all over Instagram now. What once I figure out what it is. Stephen going to post? I can't, can't even imagine. Food. I don't want to know. Oh, that's Food. okay. Yeah. And boxes of technology. Yeah. That's what I'm going Things to Things on fire. Amazon boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Things on fire. Balls everywhere. Uh, right, let's get an email from Rebecca. Rebecca <laughs> if you're just writes. tuning in, you have no idea what we're talking about, then you should have tuned in earlier. We are talking about your questions, and Rebecca writes, I do not want to pay for a second phone line, so what device would you recommend for someone who wants to try out the latest Android operating system? I prefer a tablet with a keyboard. Thanks. We did say that uh, questions around Android were welcome. So, yes, we allowed this one through from Rebecca. <laughs> All right. So, um, to try the latest, I mean, if you have somebody who uses the Android, uh, who uses the Android, you can certainly, you know, ask them to turn on the accessibility uh, features on the Android uh, for you to try them out. That's what I did with my friends. I never really had an Android. I just used this, my friend's Android. I recently just acquired uh, an Android just because you know, I want to I want, I be able to be versatile in using all these platforms. So um, without you know, paying so much money or having to get a new phone, um, the best advice I would give would definitely be to, you know, if you have friends who has the Android, ask them if you can you know, play around with the, uh, with the accessibility features on the Android and see how the iOS works. Um, also, I mean, if you don't want to get a phone per se, you can get one of those uh, those Samsung tablets, right? And um, try try out those uh, uh, the the new iOS on there. Would you? I mean, it's interesting you say Samsung because that's often the the place where most people tend to go to for tablets. It seems to have become the standard for tablets. But there are many other products out there, many other uh, Android tablets yeah. as there are Android phones. So why wouldn't you recommend others? Is it to do with the processor speeds, experience of voiceover, or well, talkback in in Android's case? Um, I mean, with the Samsung, Samsung has the uh, voice assistant. Uh, sorry, not voice assistant. Um, oh my gosh, what's it called now? <laughs> I'm talk forgetting. Back. I'm thinking out. Yeah, talk, talk back comes with the Android. Uh, the um, that's the screen the reader that's software. built in. Yeah, yes, that's the screen, the screen reader built into the software. But Samsung has their own um, software. Oh my goodness, I'm just no I'm one can it. ever remember what it's <laughs> well, called. It's, it's, I think it's just called screen reader, isn't it? I mean. Yes, I think it is. Oh, yeah. No, it is. It is on the phones. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You've, got this, you've got a screen reader on the phone. Because that's, this is what, you know, you're, you're right to be confused. And this is what confuses a lot of people about these devices. So Samsung has their own screen reader called Screen Reader, but you can also have TalkBack, the screen reader as well. Not at the yeah. same time. Bad idea. Um, yeah. But you can you can certainly have one, and uh, yeah. But and I'll be honest, my own experience of the Samsung one is it's not quite as fully fledged as TalkBack. 
I'd probably yeah. rather you went down the top bike route if you were going to go down that way. But, you know, again, it depends on what you're looking to do. Exactly. And just, just to give people a uh, different variety, right? that's why I suggest the, the Samsung um, the Samsung tablets, because, you know, you have the option of using either the touchpad or their screen reader, right? So um, that, that that's the only reason I would suggest, you know, anybody sort of getting the Samsung tablets. Um, in terms of, like, hardware components, I mean, all our tablets and all our all our devices have the same hardware in them. It all depends on how um, what you're really doing with it, right? Like if if you're a serious gamer or you know want to do photography, then you know you'll look at the specifications. But at the end of the day, uh, a computer is a computer. <laughs> you know, it has mm-hmm. uh, it has uh, it has the processor, it has the RAM, it has the power supply, all those kind of things built into it, right? So it, it just so- all depends on your budget and stuff like that. Yeah, so so good advice. I mean, you know, essentially try it out on someone else's tablet first sure. or phone. For sure. Well, then, that's a good idea, isn't it? Because a lot of people, that's you know, wonder, well, idea. how does it work? And yeah, you, you've got to you've got to try it. And I know it's it's often difficult if you're coming to a screen reader for the first time. Even just having a little play with it could put you off. I've I've I had that experience at the beginning where I almost felt like this is just too complicated. I can't understand this. And then immediately the person is with you saying, "Oh, but all you have to do is swipe, and it's great." And you're like, "Yeah, but I don't understand anything that's going on." Um, I think, yeah, I, I think when it comes to Android tablets as well, you need to be careful because there's so many lower end ones out there. Um, you can have exactly. a terrible accessible experience because of the performance. So mm. something yeah. like a Samsung, you've got that sort of guaranteed base level of performance where accessibility is probably going to not be frustrating. It's going to be a, you know actual usable experience. Whereas something like exactly. maybe the Amazon Fire tablets, uh, I've got a few of those uh, which I don't like to touch. <laughs> Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I've tried those ones out as well, and uh, just the performance, like like you mentioned, it's not just it's not the greatest thing. No. So, okay. uh, can I just quickly ask you a question from Bilal, who got in touch on voicemail? Um, and unfortunately, Bilal, the audio quality we got from your your voicemail wasn't quite great, so I don't want to play it in. Uh, but I do want to get your question in, and this is about TV. So, uh, Bilal's looking to get a new TV but he's wondering which one is the most accessible or, or is there a preference when it comes to accessible TVs? We're talking here, of course, about the electronic program guide, the menu system. Uh, which one's yeah. out there that he can get that would be a good product to to have that would be accessible for him Right. as a blind guy? Um, yeah, again, Samsung is a very reputable uh, brand. Um, I have Samsung TVs in my house and um, the latest TVs all have um, t- screen reader built into them. It's called Voice Guide, and it it is quite accessible. You you, you can navigate YouTube with it. You can navigate you know Netflix. You can stream videos on Netflix, Disney Plus. Um, you know, go through the menu guide. Um, yeah, all of that is it. Is, the Samsung is very quite accessible. Now I haven't tried any other TVs because. <laughs> Uh, I don't have money to just buy TVs and try them out. So, well, that's know. that's not an excuse, as far as I'm concerned, uh, George. That's what credit cards were built for. Sorry, that's what credit cards were built for. And Amazon's credit. return policy. <laughs> and then the Amazon right, return I mean, policy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, as soon as you you know you lend me yours, I'll be happy to uh, try them out. <laughs> Sorry, I think you've gone into card. a tunnel there, George. I was losing you a bit there. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, obviously, Sony also do this as well. Uh, they have got accessible TVs. Um, you, I think LG. LG 
yeah. yeah. I, I don't know much about the LG accessibility, Sean. I've, I know it's got... The one thing that I don't like about LG TVs is that remote where it's like you're using the Nintendo Wii. Uh, where you've got yes. a, there's a little arrow on the screen. Yeah. You've got to point. Oh, sorry, it's it's so bad. difficult Possible. with TVs, though, isn't it? Because we want yeah. to test out, like we said with the previous question, you want to test it out beforehand. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I've only had experience of the Samsung TV, which is great. Um, but um, there are other options out there. We need we need these uh, these brands to be sent to us for review. Then we'd, we'd have a better idea. <laughs> yeah, all right, Sean. Thank you. Uh, right, um, you go first. I mean, also, you, if you go to Best Buy, they have a lot of uh, TVs on display, right? Um, depending on what you know, what part of the world you're in. Um, mm. In Toronto, uh, we have Best Buys and uh, and and uh, companies called the Source. So you can walk into any of those companies and try out. Um, you know, mm. tell them to turn on their features there and see, you know, see how uh, accessible um, different brands are, right? Sounds great, but you've got to be very firm and say, no, honestly, there is a thing called accessibility. It does exist. Just just look through the menu. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, they don't <laughs> exactly. know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, George, it's been great having you on. I really do appreciate you coming along, and I want you to come back if you're willing to. We'd love to get you back on soon to get more questions answered. Uh, thank you for answering those questions. It was great having you on. Uh, so that's George Quarku there, and uh, he'll be back with us again in a future episode of Double Tap Canada for sure. 844-971-1999. We're going to get more of your feedback. And we're talking about that Samsung S20 FE. FE. It's next. Hey, Double Tappers, want to get involved? Call the show now at 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at doubletap.online and have your say. Hey, Double Tappers, want to get involved? Call the show now at 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at doubletap.online and have your say. You know, so since we started doing the show live, um, I've not been able to eat during the program as much as I like. Uh, this is irritating <laughs> me slightly. Uh, do, do you have a thing in Canada called Jaffa Cakes, Mark? Jaffa oh. Cakes? No, Jaffa. J-A-F-F-A. They're no, not cakes. We do not. Well, you should. I need to bring some with me to Canada. When I'm allowed to travel again, uh, that's uh, in the next 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, let's talk about Samsung because they launched a new uh, phone. I don't know what I think about this one. I mean, I, I think Samsung may be shooting themselves in the foot here with the FE, uh, the fan edition. Why do you um, say FE like that? Like, you know, I don't know. With such <laughs> well, disdain. I'm, I'm trying. No, I'm, I'm trying to let people realise that it's so close to the SE. It's yes. ridiculous. It um, is. This is this is Samsung's attempt at the low end. I'm wondering about a couple of things here. Is this a way of them getting away from? Is it the Samsung A range they have and the J range? That's the kind of lower end. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, they still have those. I think this is their way of trying to brand this phone as something that is desirable to people who want it. Um, and I think they're doing the opposite, but that's my opinion. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's the way they talked about it in the event where they kind of said, you know, well, we had the A, now we're moving on to this. And I thought it just gave me the impression they were shifting away from those lower end phones and trying to get people to buy the S range, which, of course, they obviously want people to do. This well, is. Yeah, let's be clear, this isn't a, a budget phone by any means. Well, no, it's not. And it's certainly not an SE. I mean, a lot of people are putting it next to the SE, but certainly not in price. What is it? 599, 699. I think. Yeah, 599 for the 4G, 699 for the 5G version. So, 
you know, that's you know, that's a couple hundred dollars more than your iPhone SE. So, okay, look, it's not the same phone. It's an Android phone. It's not an iPhone. Fair enough. But um, the features that exist in this, well, first of all, you get a larger screen than you get with the S20. You get the same processor, apparently, the same camera. Um, as I say, the bigger screen, which I think is at 6 point, what was it, 6.5 is in the yeah. S20 FE. And... <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's like 6.2 or something, or 6.3. It's smaller anyway on the S20, um, which I don't quite understand. Uh, the screen, it's a Super AMOLED display, so it's a good, high-quality screen. Samsung really do keep the best to themselves <laughs> yes. um, on that front. So, And it's a beautiful design, all-screen, uh, you know, no-bezel design. It's a gorgeous phone. I mean, you know, Mark, you've got the, what is it, the Note 20? Is it the Ultra you've got? Note 20 Ultra 5G, yeah. Which is a big phone, but it's not only what two point two inches bigger than this thing. Yeah, it's it's not that much bigger, but I mean, it, it's amazing what size feels like in your hand versus what it is on paper, because the the note feels gigantic, whereas you can kind of get a glimpse. And I haven't obviously held this phone, but it seems just a little bit more compact, a little bit more reachable with your thumb. You know, if you do that thumb test to try to reach across the phone. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I must say, I, I like the sound of it from a... If I was buying a new Samsung phone, I would definitely be keen on this. I think really? it is definitely the blind Samsung phone. Oh, no, come on. This isn't the Samsung BE. No, 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 yes, no, it is. sir. No, if you're looking for a um, an Android-powered blind phone, we're, we're looking at Pixels here. Stock Android, uh, good yeah. price. You're, yeah, you're not looking... No, you're wrong. Um, I, you know what? I, you know, I don't since, know where... since you started getting up late at night, you've changed... <laughs> I'm easily annoyed. Yes, um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not buying this. So the fan edition, right? This is mm. this is feedback from uh, Samsung S20 owners. This is the feedback, and they've designed this phone because of that feedback. I'm not buying that at all. This phone must have been designed ages ago. It's been in production for a while. The Samsung S20 uh, range hasn't been out long enough for there to be a, oh, the fans don't like this, the fans don't uh, want this, let's design a new phone. I'm not buying this fan edition at all. Uh, are you suggesting I'm that saying conspiracy. A, well, are you suggesting this company might be wanting to maybe make money and you know do that by selling products? I'm saying we're being duped. Just say, okay, oh, here's yeah. another phone. Don't say, oh, we've listened to you and uh, <laughs> we've made these changes. In response to a... your feedback. Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> here's a new phone true. to buy. Yeah, <laughs> it is nonsense, I guess. But no, I, I do quite like the, the... I'll be interested to see this. I would love to see it up against the S20 to see what the differences are. Because uh, the price isn't massively different. I think it's 899 starting price on the S20, 999 for the S20 That's Plus, massive. and then the Note goes up to, what, 1,000, and then, you know, 1,200 beyond that for the, the 5G versions. Crazy money. Um, but, yeah, we shall see. But it does come in a 5G variant, which is good. Um, more phones coming out with 5G. Uh, so, iPhone, uh, you're around, I think. Um, you're next. <laughs> yeah, you're next. Hearing rumors of, what, October 13th? For the next event? Yeah, it should be. Sounds about um, right. Yeah, we'll see. New phones out probably by the end of the month. So, yeah, yeah. iPhone 12 mini is what I'm interested in, but we'll get to that another day. Uh, let's talk about uh, the feedback then, because we get lots of emails in, and I want to try and get to some of these before we go. Uh, can we start with uh, Tim Kilburn? This goes back a couple of weeks uh, to the dim and distant past when we used to record this thing. Uh, we had Jonathan Mosen on the show from New Zealand. He was talking about. Uh, uh, survey that he had put up uh, following a watch OS 7 beta that was not accessible and uh, Tim responds 
With respect to that question, I wish to point out that some arguments used in support of the petition are flawed. As a matter of interest, the watchOS beta that was released to the public was not a mid-cycle release, he says. It was the first release of watchOS in the public beta cycle. The voiceover public users did not already have access to the beta releases, so there was no removal per se. Essentially, what happened was is that voiceover users were delayed from accessing the public beta for watchOS by a week. A technicality, you could say, but a technicality that soundly refutes many of your pro-petition arguments. As you can probably tell, I did not sign the petition, nor would I support the petition in any way, shape, or form. Tim Gilbert. Okay, so Tim, uh, not keen on the petition, but Brian Gaff has a different view on this. Yeah, he writes, although I don't have the Apple Watch, might I point out that the bugs that affect voiceover have for a long time not been fixed as soon as those that affect everyone else. I'm sure you have your own lists, therefore I support Jonathan's more robust approach, as it seems to me that it is the case that quality control is not so signed up with accessibility as the management rhetoric might suggest. Remember, a National Blind Association took Apple to court to get them to do accessibility on their phones in the first place. We don't want a corporate, uh, we do not want corporate amnesia as the management changes to think it's okay to slip backwards. The point is, I test software. Indeed, I have been testing alpha builds of NVDA for years and do expect alpha software to be really buggy. But by the time it reaches beta, it should, should only be minor tweaks which are required. He goes on to say, yes, I did sign the petition. I've seen some really daft things come, uh, be done by companies uh, in my time and they need not be told we notice. Yeah, I agree with that one, Brian. I think I'm on your side on this one. Uh, okay, let's go to uh, Lynn, who has dropped us a voicemail this week. Hi, it's Lynn in Scarborough, part of Toronto. I would like to make a comment about blind people using tablets. Maybe everybody has forgotten about iPod Touch, unless some people might find it kind of small, narrow with your average or large adult hands. <laughs> but I've enjoyed it for a long time, and... Um, it seems to work fine. I'd be interested in people's opinions if they would consider trying iPod Touch instead of a tablet. And maybe there's a few points I'd be interested in if I'm missing something. Okay, bye for now. That's a good point, Lynn. Actually, I never thought of the iPod Touch. I forgot all about the iPod Touch. <laughs> so did I. Is that even still a thing? I think they still sell it. They still sell oh, it. I know they still sell it, but I mean, for me personally, I mean, is it to old hardware now what what ios does it support um i mean what price is it because if you look at the entry level ipad is around what is it 300 dollars? 249 um how close is that to a, an old ipod touch I mean, I mean i don't disagree with you at all it's it, it you know it seems like a, a good product but is it still being updated i don't think so i don't think so i mean the screen is really small it's, it starts still starts at 32 gigs for 249 256 gigs for 489. I mean, at that point, you might as well buy yourself oh, a phone. You know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Buy an SE at that stage. I mean, really, you're just yeah. you're just buying a phone-shaped device that doesn't phone anyone. That's ridiculous. I'm not sure about that, Lynn. I mean, I, I know it's it's a good. I, I did forget all about it. I think it's a good device, for sure, in its day. But let's be honest. The point of an iPod Touch really was for music consumption, media yeah. consumption mainly. Uh, yeah, you can message on it, but you still need a package of some kind, I guess, to use it. So, no, I, I would probably suggest at this point, the iPod Touch is probably old tech. Um, iPad Mini, if you want a tablet, if you really want a tablet and you don't need a phone, 
because uh, a lot of people might be looking at this as a secondary device, maybe not their main. Well, for kids, you know, I used to I used to buy the iPod Touch for my kids. Yeah. But then it got to the point where you know I would get a new phone and just it was easier to hand me down a phone that had a bigger yeah. screen, better processor, um, and just take out the SIM card and there you go, exactly. you've got an iPod Touch that's even better. Let's get an email from Rebecca. Rebecca writes, I get a good laugh out of your political comments, but I'm about to make one of my own that lacks humor because oh. that's not my talent, unfortunately. Eras, in good company. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eras change to the free minutes model reinforces my belief that any great service should have a diversified funding model and use government funding as a last resort due to the political climate. Is corporate funding a viable option? Question, she asks. I would hope that the bulk of the revenue for ERA would come from explorers, but if that isn't the case, I hope ERA can get funding from uh, NGOs that really understand and value the service. I'm passionate about assistive technology, NLS and public radio and television, and generally oppose any government actions that decrease funding for these programs. However, since politicians can't seem to agree on anything, I'd rather see these services transition to other funding models that can be sustained regardless of which party is in power. I like these services too much for them to be constantly under threat because of different priorities between administrations. I think people with disabilities need to think about what they value, and groups representing people with disabilities should have more discussion around sustainable funding sources for services that many of us take for granted now. I want to make it clear that I value many of the services offered to individuals with disabilities, but I I care more about keeping them around, and I fear that government revenue isn't Mm. a secure form of funding. Thanks. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a really good point, actually. Uh, look, we're almost out of time. We get so many comments in. Thank you so much for sending them. Keep them coming as well. Uh, 844-971-1999. After the show, you can leave a voicemail uh, on that number. You can text that number through the week as well. If you're listening on podcast, you can email us anytime as well. Feedback at doubletap.online. It's been a busy week, guys, and we've got another event coming up soon. We've got Google launching some new products. So prediction time. What do you think, Mark? What's coming? Oh, new speakers. Uh, we're going to see a Pixel 5, I think. Um, they're sending me a care kit, a package of food to eat while I watch this event next week. So I'm curious to see what, they're, what they've got up their sleeve. But they tend to have some pretty good competitive stuff out there. Okay, some good tech advice for you and some good food advice for you here. If there's anything phone-shaped in that box, don't eat it. Don't eat the chocolate phone. Understood. Write that okay. down. Okay. No <laughs> right, uh, Sean, prediction time. What do you think is coming from Google? Um, yeah, well, everything that Mark just said, it, it's going to be very unexciting. That's all no, I'm going to no say. No drones that follow you around the house. No Google No, drones. no. Who can follow Amazon? That was amazing. That's it. it Drop the mic time. It was. I mean, I've got to say, I think it annoys me that they don't live stream it because I think it's probably one of the most exciting yeah. events of the year. Uh, in terms of tech, because they just put it all into one event, they don't have special events through the year for different product categories. It's all just thrown out there. I think the key thing is uh, for Amazon is availability. How many of these products will be available uh, fully across the globe? Um, So we shall see. But yeah, looking forward to the Google event next. And uh, of course, your comments continue. Please keep them coming. What do you think about Amazon's new products? Samsung's FE, are you buying it? 844-971-1999 is our number. As I say, you can text that number and you can call it and leave a voicemail during the week. We'll be back here same time, same place next week. Well, <laughs> I say that. Um, let's see Fingers what the bosses say. Marco Flalo, <laughs> Sean Priest, thank you. Thank you. 
And we'll catch you again next time on Double Tap Canada. Don't forget Double Tap TV as well. Myself and Marco Flalo on AMI-TV Tuesdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Catch you next week, guys. Thanks for listening and keep your feedback coming. Call 1-844-971-1999 and leave us a voicemail. Email feedback at doubletap.online. We're also on Twitter at DoubleTap Canada and on Facebook. Can't wait till next week? Download the AMI app now and listen to Double Tap Canada or catch up on episodes of Double Tap TV. Catch you again next time. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. This is an AMI podcast. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts.